2: Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a
0: home run. Oh my Six
1: God. Five.
2: Deep
0: to right field.
2: Way up there. Oh my.
0: And look who's coming up. You
3: talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Here's the
2: payoff pitch. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome into payoff pitch. Action Network's. MLB betting podcast, Brendan Glass, your host joined today by Charlie Disturco and BJ Cunningham. Payoff pitch comes your way every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday during the baseball season. Please rate review, subscribe, leave that five-star rating. Give us your feedback. We greatly appreciate it. Trying to make improvements as the year goes on. We're hitting Memorial day. We start to figure out if you're in it. You're not in it. Are you real? Are you fake? Uh, I'm curious if BJ thinks the Red Sox are for real. We'll get there, mm-hmm. I think, in this episode. Um, yes. But it's, it's a great checkpoint, uh, measuring stick kind of weekend. You know, there are the, the cliches, the sports cliches for you. 15-game slate on this Friday. Uh, just side note, we'll get this out of the way now. I'll mention it again at the end. We will not be here Monday. We'll be back Tuesday. So we're taking a holiday off. We're here today, taking Monday off, Memorial Day. We'll be back on Tuesday. But keep an eye on the Action app, guys like Charlie, BJ, Our other baseball contributors, I'm sure they'll have picks for the Memorial Day slate. We just won't have a podcast. So I want to get that out there now. Um, Okay, here we go. I'm ready to pop gold bottles uh, and watch you guys give out winners today. Um, Mm -hmm. Video side, I've got the David Ortiz poppy gold chain shirt on. Um, Without further ado, best bets for Friday. We'll go to BJ Cunningham first. What do you got?
4: Yeah, let's go Rays minus 108 against Noah Syndergaard and the Dodgers. I don't think that, Noah Syndergaard should really be a pick It's going to be a raised bullpen game. They're going to lead off with Jalen Beaks. They'll probably throw a bunch of lefties in there. But Noah Syndergaard, I mean, he's just not the pitcher that he once was. His velocity is way down after having Tommy John. When he used to throw 97, 98 miles an hour, now everything is under 93 miles per hour. And so for a power pitcher like him, he doesn't really know how to pitch any other way. And what's kind of frightening about him right now is he's – kind of pitching to contact like he has a 5.11 expected era but only a 1.4 walk per nine rate and his k per nine rate is extremely low as well so for a guy who's throwing under 93 pitching to contact against the best lineup in baseball against right-handed pitching is a pretty bad matchup now the rays you know their bullpen obviously you know i've mentioned on the last podcast they're second to last in xfip around eight around 4.8 the Dodgers have pretty drastic splits between facing righties versus lefties. Against righties, they're the second best team in baseball. Against lefties, they only have a 320 weighted on base average, which is 19th. So, my guess is what you'll see. And, you know, side note, by the way, the uh, Oakland A's are only two points lower in weighted on base average against lefties. So, that's huh. how bad the Dodgers have been against lefties. Um, but, yeah, I think you'll see the Rays bullpen throw. You know, they have three left-handed arms in their pen. They're going to lead off at Jalen Deeks, and then they have two more. I'm guessing you'll see all three of them against the Dodgers, and they'll mix and match things very, very well in this game. And Zerillo mentioned this on the last podcast, but the Rays' pen throws the most cutters of any bullpen in baseball. Well, that's one pitch the Dodgers have a negative run value against. So I have the Rays projected at minus 136, so I like the value on them at home at minus 108.
2: Very good. Team total is at four and a half for the Rays. That's like the standard number they've been getting yeah. every game, and I I still don't understand it. Like they were undervalued to begin the season, as we know. As said this a week into the season, their World Series odds were halved within you know because what did they start? Sixteen What was their record? Ten and zero? Thirteen, was, I think. Thirteen and zero. I, I, it's so long. They got, yeah, they got they got to I think it was got
4: to thirteen and zero. Just needed one more win, and they didn't get it.
2: Right. So, and then after that, um, now now like the last week and a half or so, have they been disrespected on on the line? So, um,
4: no. If you want to play that raised team, yeah. If you want to play that raised team total over, I have been projected at five point one runs. So, uh, probably a little bit of value on there as long as it's minus one ten or better.
2: Yep. Um, Seeing minus one hundred six. There you go. You look around. So, just throwing that out there. What 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 do I know though? You know.
3: (laughs) Uh, Hi, Charlie. What do you got for Friday? Best bet. Hello. I, I don't appreciate the Oakland Athletics slander in the middle of BJ's best bet, but I will that say... That wasn't slander. I was, tell- I was telling them how good they are. We'll, we'll yeah. get to the A's. We'll yeah, get they're those. good there. They're, they're a good, B's. capable offense, especially against left-handed pitching. But my best bet is the Orioles on the money line at minus 134 right now. Grayson Rodriguez, I sleep at night and toss and turn and have nightmares about Grayson Rodriguez because it feels like every start I'm on him and I'm believing in him. And I'm going back to the well here His stuff is dominant. You watch him pitch. He's got a lot of great – he's got a good pitch mix. But his problem is his hard stuff has been kind of teed off on. His fastball has an expected batting average over 330. But his strikeout rate has been excellent. And listen, if you look at expected metrics and and projections, he's around that high four range. But you look at John Gray, and he's a pitcher that I want to fade right now. His expected ERA above five compared to three actual – He's had a career worse in his barrel rate. His strikeout rate has dropped below 20% for only the second time in his entire career, which was the only other time was during the shortened COVID season. And while his sliders remaining dominant, every other pitch across the board is just grading out poorly. And he's benefited by a bit of luck. If you look at his metrics, an 84% left on base rate, a 243 batting average on balls in play. That left on base rate is 14% higher than his career marks. He's forcing a lot less ground balls, which was usually his calling card, more line drives, more fly balls. So I'm expecting offenses to kind of get to gray here, despite his lower hard hit rate. And the biggest differential here, you look at the offenses, there's not much difference here when it comes to right-handed pitching. They're both in their lesser splits, but, and I said, the biggest differential is the bullpen Baltimore, they're third and XFit. Texas. They're down at 27th. So there's a stark difference here and the Orioles, Got an amazing start out of Kyle Gibson yesterday against the Yankees. So they will have their entire staff basically available. Maybe not Cano, but Felix Bautista will be available. That top end of the bullpen will be available. So I'm expecting the Orioles to kind of jump out here, continue winning. I mean, this team is electric. This team is fun to watch, and they keep on winning. And I'm going to back them here at minus 134.
2: All right. They've won five of six. Nice series against the Yankees. Swept Toronto played well against tampa a few weeks back uh that number is moving too at bet mgm minus 140 so i think i want to go get baltimore now before seven o'clock tonight um that number could keep moving all right moving on um fade the public aka are we betting the, the oakland days like this they, they mm-hmm. are them they are the team we are going to talk about quite a bit uh this year when it comes to fading the public
1: public likes you that's the only reason that this might fly. How are we going to handle the public?
2: But who knows if we'll, if these guys are actually going to do it. 83% of the bets, 87% of the dollars coming in on Houston. Over Oakland, line at BetMGM is Oakland plus 220. Houston minus 275 on the money line. You know it's bad when the run line shows two and a half runs. You can get Oakland plus two and a half at minus 120. You know it's bad. It's the worst 50-game start since 1901 1904 senators were nine and 41 the 1932 red sox 10 and 40 these a's are 10 and 40 10 and 40 well now 10 and 41 after last night um <laughs> losing because of a bases loaded walk that decided the game last night for oakland 10 and 42 yes. It cut them short of loss 10 and 42 <laughs> apologies so in those stats courtesy of our pal evan abrams director of research at action network B.J., he into Oakland tonight? I'll we'll start with no, I mean, first, because Charlie's the guy with the A's. on Yeah, no, honest.
4: James James Allen's coming out of the bullpen again to make another start, because I guess you got to throw somebody in this A's rotation. But no, I have really no interest. I mean, Hunter Brown's been fine for the uh, Astros, around a four expected ERA. So I directed right around where it is. But a fun little stat here, Charlie. The Washington Senators in 1904, <laughs> I'm on fan graphs right now. They didn't have it that bad of – like I was expecting, like you know, a seven ERA like the Oakland A's have right now. Apparently, pitching was really good back in 1904 because as a team, they had an ERA of 3.6 and their batting average was 220. So <laughs> they must have turned things around in the middle of the season. Uh, maybe I can do it, uh, filter it over the first half here. I'm not sure if I can do that for a uh, you know 1904. 1904. 1904 team. <laughs> like <a> 1904 team. <laughs> oh, I can. Here, look at this. Oh yeah, they were really bad. Oh boy. Um, yeah, that's. Really, really bad. Okay. <laughs> yep. It was around seven when we when we filter for the first half of the season versus the second. So They must turn things around there in the second. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, a pass for me on the
2: Oakland Athletics tonight. Okay, Charlie. It's Friday. You've bet you've on this podcast. You're you're typical. You're you're a uh, scheduled Friday co-host of Payoff Pitch, and you have bet the A's. Is it three total or twice? And you've hit him twice on Fridays.
3: On Fridays, I'm 2 0. Oh. I two gave and it on. out against the Mariners on, I believe it was Tuesday when I filled in for DeBundo while he's doing his cross country Montana trip. Uh, and yeah. they lost by giving up three runs in the fifth and losing three to two. But
2: I love I love the slight. Like DeBundo being away <laughs> in Montana is why your bet didn't hit. It, it, I good. mean, it's
3: 100. 100- I came on the podcast, I gave out a, a loser on the Athletics because it wasn't a Friday. It wasn't my scheduled day. And it's all <laughs> Anthony's fault but everything I'm, is always Anthony's fault. Have to learn <laughs> exactly. After this, after this day, uh, if I lose, it's all Anthony's fault because he's not here. But anyway, I am not betting the athletics today. I looked at it. I wanted to Hunter Brown. Like BJ said, has been fine. I think he's due for like slight negative regression, but I'm not really going to bet the athletics here, especially with given their pitching matchup and just how bad the bullpen has been. I mean, frankly, we saw last night, they walked in the go ahead run. So it, I, I'm not going to play anything as far as a side or a total here. I do like a prop in this matchup. It's your Don Alvarez to go over one and a half total bases and to hit a home run. He's at plus money for over one and a half total bases and plus 300 to hit a home run right now. against right-handed pitching. He's the second best behind Altuve, who's only played, you know, a couple games this year against righties. He's got a 173 WRC plus a 284 isolated power. So he crushes right-handed pitching and it doesn't matter righty or lefty, whatever you throw at him. He's going to hit it hard, and I like the chances here. They can't really pitch around him that much. If they do, you know the offense is just going to get going. And given Altuve's spot back in the lineup now, you can move Pena down and and really I make that one through six uh, a scary lineup. And and frankly, the the Athletics pitchers deserve to get shelled day off day day and day out. They're horrible. So I listen. I don't I don't know if anything will change for the Athletics. You know, in the second half, like the nineteen oh four Senators, but. I mean, there'll be spots where we'll get them at, you know, plus 200, 220, where it'll be a good spot to back them, but not today. Uh, I'm
4: just waiting, Brendan. I don't know, and this is probably something that Evan Abrams could look up of what the largest underdog ever in a regular season Major League Baseball game is. I want to see if we can get that at some point. Maybe if, like, uh I'm trying to think, if somebody like if Tyler Glasnow starts pitching crazy good for the Rays and they play Oakland. Yeah. Maybe we'll get it. Who knows?
3: We we had uh we had a couple of last year. I think we had a couple of, the nationals I hit at plus three hundred yep. once. The the tigers against the blue jays was like three thirty, three forty. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I mean there's definitely been some threes that have been hung that hit.
2: The nationals against the Dodgers, the pirate or the pirates swept the, the Dodgers pirates. last year oh. at in LA. Best three
4: days of the MLB season last year. <laughs> that
2: was fun. Yeah, and Z- and I remember Zarello talking about them on the pod with with Colin White Church that was that was mm-hmm. fun um Oakland has lost eight straight they are five and 21 as a road underdog this year it's fu- it's funny like you, you both brought this up when they do hit the ball uh when they when they do win they score runs they've scored at least yeah. five runs and they're New in their York last isn't eight wins, they've scored at least five runs
4: it's I don't I mean I'm looking at it right now they are literally not the worst offense in baseball like I said they were 20th and we' on base ever since lefties Cleveland's the worst team against righties. So they're not the worst offense in baseball.
2: Baseball betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Only, must be 21 or older to wager 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from ensuance. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana. Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.
1: Okay, folks, summer is nearly here, so let's talk about Shady Ray's Friends of the Action podcast family. Shady Ray's is an independent company offering world-class polarized sunglasses just as good as any expensive pair you've worn. And like our unshakable gambling spirits, their frames are incredibly durable. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you lose your shades or break them even a minute after they arrive, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, that's fine. Nobody gets mad. Just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. It's not like betting the Devils or the Knicks, for example. So exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. The best way to learn a language?
0: Immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply.
2: Okay, before we hit our favorite underdogs for Friday, please enjoy this Joe Tory outburst from 1982.
1: Oh, it's bullshit. He's scoring them any oh, fucking way, whether it's no. son of a bitch
3: is there or not. No if you don't no, think no, he's going to go home, wait, wait that's the worst fucking display of fucking sitting around and talking and coming up with another wrong fucking answer. That's the one
1: we're going to go with. Oh, bullshit.
2: Okay, thank you, Joe. Thanks for stopping by Payoff Pitch. Have a great weekend. Underdogs for Friday, BJ. Who are you turning to?
1: Where's my dog? Uh huh. my dog? Where's my dog?
4: Rockies plus 185 against the New York Mets in Coors Field. I mean, Max Scherzer, it's it's starting to fall off here, Brendan. Like, he's really starting to regress pretty hard. He's got an XDRA over four from the first time since the 2020 shortened season, his K per nine rates below 10 for the first time since 2011. So what's wrong? Because, it, you know, he's 38. He was supposed to be, you know, the number one starter in the Mets rotation. Well, his velocity is down. And this is what happens when you get in your late 30s and near, to your, near your 40s. I mean, Scherzer's down from 94 to 93 in his fastball. And his slider and his changeup, which were normally sitting around 85 miles per hour, are now closer to 83 miles per hour. So you look at his stuff plus, even from last year, it's dropped from 106 to 102. So the regression is happening here for Scherzer and now he's going to Coors Field. He has his lowest ground ball rate of his career as well at 28%, going up against a Rockies lineup that has been good against right-handed pitching. I understand their numbers are probably inflated because of Coors Field, but this game is in Coors Field. Like They actually have a better weighted on-base average against right-handed pitching than the Mets do right now. Connor Siebold will be on the mound for the Rockies. Somewhat of a positive regression kid. He has pitched a little bit in the bullpen. Some as a starter only made four starts this season. His ERA is close... You know, getting close to six, but his expected ERA is about a full run lower. Uh, his stuff plus is bad, but his location plus is 103. So he's obviously got good uh, control over his pitches, even though they might not be that good. So for a price of plus 185 for a pitcher like Scherzer that's regressing, that is not the pitcher that he once was, pitching in Coors Field, I think is way, way too large. So I like the Rockies at plus 185.
2: Early May, just coming out admitting. Scherzer was quoted saying, "Like just don't break. Like I'm only getting better with this injury. He's dealing with this shoulder injury, um, but just outwardly admitting that he's pitching hurt. Um, yeah, baffling. Charlie, would would you care to respond to to the the Mets slander, the the Max Scherzer slander?
3: I mean, I don't obviously BJ is not watching the same New York Mets that I have because they're winning the World Series, and uh, mm-hmm. and they're and after after last night's ten to one win, I mean they're just they're going to win it all. But I should give out." the Diamondbacks here as my best underdog, but I'm not mm-hmm. just, just to get back at BJ. Uh, but I I do like the St. Louis Cardinals here at plus 105. It's a short underdog, but I don't really love today's slate for underdogs. But you look at the matchup, it's Shane Bieber on the mound for Cleveland. And BJ already mentioned just how bad the Cleveland offense is. They're 28th against lefties. They're at the bottom toward righties too. So it doesn't matter whether it's a bullpen after the tour or not. Uh, St. Louis, on the other hand, they're fifth in WRC plus against right-handed pitching. And Bieber, we've talked about this on the podcast, I don't know, countless times. His velocity has dipped every single year. His strikeout rate has dipped 41 in COVID to 33 the year after to 25 to now 17.8 this season. So there's a lot of concerns for Bieber, who's in the bottom 5% of all pitchers in hard hit rate and average exit velocity. So hitters are crushing the ball. The Cardinals, they gave off. Uh, Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Wilson Contreras all the day off yesterday against the Reds, so they're all coming in well rested against Bieber, who's expected batting average is near 300, his expected slugging is above 450, both career worsts, and his expected ERA is up, to, up at 432. So it's it's just a, a big concern for me at least here. I think he's going to regress negatively, and you know he's 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 battling some positive luck, so I I think it's going to all come back to bite him. Liberatore he came up made his first start of the season there's not much of a sample size right now on him but if you look at his numbers in triple a all expected metrics have him in the low threes he projects as a high three low four pitcher has a lot has good strikeout stuff high ground ball rate so i think the biggest difference here is that Liberator, he's very he gotten a lot better over year over years fastballs jumped up nearly a mile and a half per hour. His curveball has been thrown forty four times. It's seventy seven, so a high nineties fastball, a seventy seven mile per hour curveball is great pitch mix. A 0. .047 expected batting average thus far. Forty times th- that he's thrown it, so I like the Cardinals here plus money. I think they should be favored here. I love the fade Bieber. I'm going to continue fading Bieber all season long. So, going to grab the Cardinals here as an underdog.
2: Mets are sixteen to one at BetMGM to win the World Series.
3: <laughs> Might have to add that. No, I, I, I mean, listen. In the grand scheme of things, there, there are some concerns there. Scherzer and Verlander. Oh, are there? Yeah, BJ, <laughs> don't don't give me this. Talk about the talk about the Mets pitching concerns. If we talk about the Red Sox pitching concerns, there's a lot there too with Nick Pavetta, Chris Corey Kluber. Yeah, Chris Sale. Oh,
2: oh, you said his name. He said it first, BJ. He mm-hmm. said Chris Sale before we did.
3: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. money probably for if you're if you're betting on which payoff pitch co-host says Chris Sale first. But I, there's a lot of concern with the Red Sox. There's a lot of concern with the Mets. I mean, I, there's a lot of concern for like a lot of teams. Everyone has like a one weakness right now, except for maybe the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> you no know. well, injuries, the Rays now are dealing That's with. True. So, but they get they got. I mean, Bradley's has some great stuff. Glass now's mm-hmm. back, so as long as I mean, if if Glass now stays healthy, it's, a, it's pretty big. A,
2: all right, let's whip around some final bets before we leave for the weekend. And I have a one more for the road. BJ will go first. Final bets. I don't know if he's betting the Red
4: Sox, so let's find out. No, they're they're inflated. They're like minus 150 on the road against the Diamondbacks. That's too yeah. much. You know, the market's caught up. Brendan, they know how good the Red Sox are now. They know how good Chris Sale is.
2: Sail!
4: I like Pirates plus 143 for the first five <laughs> innings against the Mariners it's going to be Mitch Keller versus George Kirby probably the best pitching matchup of the night uh quite frankly and I'm not so sure there's a huge difference between these two starting pitchers to give you know the Pirates essentially being plus over plus 140 on the road you know Mm -hmm. Cedar Rapids Iowa's own Mitch Keller this season 2.8 expected area stuff plus 109 pitching plus of or excuse me stuff plus 104 pitching plus 107 George Kirby he's been XCRA of 2.9, stuff plus of 102, and pitching plus of 109. So, what's the huge difference between these two teams? And quite frankly, the Mariners offense has not been good against right handed pitching. They're 25th and weighted on base average. The Pirates are just slightly better at 21st. So, I think the price is too large on my good friend Mitch Keller here. So, I like the Pirates at plus 143 for the first five innings. White Sox and Tigers over four and a half for the first five innings. Lance Lynn versus Joey Wentz, just two pitchers that have really struggled this season with with XERAs, uh, north of five. So uh, I think that totals just a tad too low. Nationals and Royals, I understand that these two offenses are bad, uh, but it is our guy Patrick Corbin against Jordan Lyles, and I think that's all you need to know. And then I do like the Phillies at plus 130, uh, with Taiwan Walker on the mound, who does have decent stuff plus numbers, although his ERA is, uh, uh you know,
2: getting up there. So
4: those are my bets for Friday.
2: All right. Pittsburgh, Seattle, lowest total on the slate tonight, seven runs.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All right, Charlie, what do you got? You got a couple, uh, couple of player props as well for tonight.
3: Yeah, I'll start with the player props since BJ just talked about the Philly-Atlanta game. Austin Riley to hit a homer plus 525. I threw a tenth of a unit on that, half a unit on him to get over one of that total bases at plus money here. I've watched Dawson Riley's at bats the last few days, just because I've been betting on the Braves or against them or on props and whatnot. And he's completely turned it around from what he had in April. He's a lot better at bats. He's crushing the ball. The It's flying off his bat. You look at his recent games. He has eight game hit streak. He's got over one of total bases and 75% of that, so six games, and he's had a double or home run in each of his last four. He had two home runs last night against Aaron Nola. Absolutely parked them in the bleachers. So Walker struggles across the board. His barrel rate is near 10%. Expected slugging once again above 420, and his hard hit rate is up from last year. He's throwing his split finger more to force more ground balls, but his command has been wonky, and if you can't do that, you're going to have to rely on your fastball a little bit more up in the zone to generate some chases or some swings, and Austin Riley will be able to crush that. I if you look at his rolling Woba graph, hard hit weight graph, uh, isolated power graph over the last 15 days on fan graphs, it's just a complete shot up. So he is changing around. So I'm going to try and strike iron while it's hot and just continue to back Riley here. And then uh, just going off BJ's best bet of the Rays, I like him in the first five here. Obviously, we touched on how bad Guard is. I don't need to keep hammering him while he's down. But Jalen Beeks gets the start, and we talked about this. If you want to back and fade the if you want to fade the Dodgers, you want to do it against a left-handed pitcher. Beaks will get the first time through the order, most likely, maybe you know, just two innings. But the Rays are one of the best managed teams, especially when it comes to bullpen usage. So they're gonna be smart with how they attack things. I trust their top end of the arms that come in right after beaks to really get the job done. And I'm just fading center guard here. Number one WRC plus are the Rays against right-handed pitching. So I'm gonna pay the extra couple cents for the first five here. The Rays bullpen has some concern for me. I know, you know, Zerullo is not as worried, but I am about some of the Rays relievers. And then last one, the under seven in Cincinnati, Chicago, I was really hoping for a first five under four, but it's three and a half at plus money across the board. The wind's blowing in 10 miles an hour from center and Hunter Green he's he is one of the he's Jekyll and Hyde frankly you watch him for seven innings and for five or six of them he's the best pitcher in baseball but for like five batters he just smokes a fastball down the middle and gets cranked into the outfield bleachers did that against the Yankees his last time out but with the wind blowing in and against the Cubs who are in their worst split they crush left-handed pitching they're just outside the top 10 and WRC plus against righties green 30 percent strikeout rate a 234 expected batting average 89 percent percentile and whiff rate so i think he has a good start here and i don't know if you know the cubs are gonna be able to find the bleachers with the moon blowing in we saw even against the mets obviously it was a little bit higher in the double digits but the balls were just not really flying off the bat and then justin Steele has been incredible this year a top five percent in ex- average exit velocity and his hard hit rate is only 25 percent. so of all the balls put in play just a quarter of them are hit hard uh opponents have an expected slugging of 324 against him Arrow right rate is only 4%, so the ball's going to not fly off his his arm or his pitches. Uh, he forces a lot of ground balls, and Cincinnati's 25th in WRC plus against right-handed pitching. So I'm expecting a low-scoring rubber match here between both these arms, I, both arms that I you know hold highly. I love Hunter Green, and so I'm hoping that he doesn't just serve five fastballs down the middle and it's cranked into the bleachers here, but I like the under seven.
2: Does it have to be seven? It's six and a half now.
3: Uh, I would, I would probably not play it at six and a half. I'd shop around if there's a seven out there, I'd grab that. Uh, If not, I would look, I mean, if you want to play the under and you like that look, I'd look toward the first five in that case then, because the bullpens are about average to slightly below average versus the starting pitchers I hold in much higher regard and think they can go deep into the game. Okay.
2: Yeah. Reds Cubs uh, is the lowest total now at six and a half. at bet MGM. So and that is a 220 start today at Wrigley Field all right gents I think that's it you both have a fantastic weekend enjoy it we'll see where the uh the Mets and the Red Sox are at after <laughs> a couple days it's a it's a it, right Memorial Day still a measuring stick weekend you kind of figure out if you're you're in it or you're not in it sort of right yeah mm-hmm.
3: okay well we'll we'll be talking when Chris sales five innings five runs I'll I'll add both of you on Twitter don't worry mm-hmm
2: Sean, uh, I, I put this in. Uh, Zorillo is on the over tonight. Uh, eight and a half Red Sox and Diamondbacks. We'll see if the humidifier is in action in Arizona.
3: We'll see. Or the roof's open.
2: Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to follow guys like Charlie Disturco, BJ Cunningham in the Action Network app, the free award winning Action Network app. Leave us a five star rating and review for the podcast. We appreciate your feedback. Thanks to uh, David, our producer, for getting us up and running all week long, and he'll get this out very soon. Brendan Glasheen, thanks for tuning in. Again, we're back Tuesday morning, everybody. We're taking Monday, taking the holiday off. We'll be back Tuesday morning for Payoff Pitch, Action Network's MLB Betting Podcast. Have a safe, phenomenal Memorial Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Look at this crowd on its
0: feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave.